welcome to Cheese the Day, the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, except no substitutes. My name is Veronica. I am the cheese head at the Arcata North Coast Co-op, and I'm here with my fellow cheese nerd, Thomas. I run the cheese department in the Eureka location. Hello, Veronica. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about fun and crazy cheese combinations. So excited for this episode. Me too. I've been looking forward to this more. I mean, I love all of our episodes equally, but I love this one slightly more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what we mean by cheese combos is your snack combo cheeses. Like things that are easy to put together or like the I don't know, the strange combination of putting cheese on something that maybe is not traditionally with cheese. Yeah. Like, like, I think of it as just like bizarre flavor pairings. With yeah, maybe things you, maybe things you've never thought of, or maybe I'll mention things that you do, but you're ashamed of, and you've never mentioned to anyone, and now you'll feel like, oh, there are other people that like that wacky weird thing. We're cheese freaks too. It's yeah. fine. This is a safe space. <laughs> it is. Let it fly. <laughs> and supposedly you're safe at home, or you're driving in your car. And- Nobody yeah. Nobody will be there to witness. We assume you're in a safe space, too. <laughs> if you're not, you can call our helpline, which I will now demand that we establish. Our, yes. Our editor's nodding, so I assume that's going to be t- taken care of. A cheese crisis line, officially. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, begin on this list is a really exciting one. I'm starting to think, like, maybe this shouldn't have been at the top, but whatever. I'm diving in. Okay, we're starting at, like... Starting off with a bang. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Set the bar high. Okay. Rice Krispie Treats with Purple Haze Chev from Cypress Grove on it. Like maybe just a smear, a, a little smear of it before each bite of your Rice Krispie Ooh. Treat. It's, yeah, because if you tried to like apply it to the batch, that would be difficult. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you need to get the right ratio. I think you're like right. You need to smear it Like putting butter on bread. Yeah. 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 I... So this is the only one on your list that you told me about in advance. Oh, I just want to say, like, Ooh, I don't, I don't know what your pairings are, and I don't think you know what my pairings are. Although nope. I'm sure you will recognize some of them just from knowing me as a person. They might already be on my list. Um, they may be. I, if you stole some of my cheese pairings, uh, we will have words after the show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, purple haze, yeah, and rice krispie treats. I'm gonna try it. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to make try Rice Krispie Treats just try it. It's got, it, it seems like it's got everything. It's crispy and crunchy and it's sweet and it's like a little butter in there. Yeah. And it's yeah. tart and it's creamy. This is going to work really well. And I, then I can picture it in my. The tongue. surprise flavor of lavender and yeah. fennel pollen. If you move in cheese circles, I feel like Purple Haze is one that gets paired a lot in fun, unique pairings. I see it a lot on the internet. Mm-hmm. And at cheese tastings I've been to, Purple yeah. Haze is always like rolled out in like kind of a show-stopping pairing every time because it pairs really well with a lot of different interesting yeah. things. And if you're hesitant about Purple Haze because you stop at the word lavender and go, oh, I don't want to eat lavender, I promise it will not remind you of the little soaps on the back of your grandma's <laughs> toilet. Definitely not. <laughs> it's subtle and a, a well-balanced. Cypress Grove knows what they're doing. It's All very well-balanced. All of their well flavors balanced. are 
quite and nice. I can't wait to try it on Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah. Cypress Grove, if you're listening, uh, you can officially sponsor this podcast if you would like. We promise <laughs> to continue saying nice things about you like that. <laughs> uh, okay, next on the list. <laughs> Cheese and sauerkraut. Oh, yeah, no. That is not on my list because I thought... No, that's not going to be accessible to our audience. They won't. They won't no, like no, no. that. They can like it or not. They can. They can <laughs> try it or not. But literally had that for dinner two nights ago. As a taco, I, sauerkraut and cheese in a taco. It was amazing. There was no meat component. There in was here? a meat component. Okay, but yeah. It was unimportant compared to. There was like a small bed of meat and then like a mountain of sauerkraut and cheese. Yeah. I like to do the cheese and sauerkraut thing, like in a bun. Toast the bun, cheese on the bun, melty cheese in the bun. And I usually do like uh, sausage of some kind. Okay. Like, I don't know, bratwurst or bangers or something like that. Okay, so like a, a contiguous sausage, not loose. And sometimes sausage. I want the sauerkraut to be cold, and so I add it on after, or I'll throw the sauerkraut in the pan with the sausage. Yeah, I really like hot sauerkraut. Yeah. And then I'll put that on the bun with the melted cheese, and that is a lovely mess. And I don't know about you, but for me, the sauerkraut has to be like the real fermented stuff, not necessarily like canned pickled stuff. Right. Yeah. Not the live fermented stuff. sauerkraut's where it's at. Yeah. And I kind of feel a little bad when it's when it's all fresh and alive because the sauerkraut's alive. Yeah. When you put it in the pan, and I'm like, oh, I'm killing it. And it's, you can hear the screams of millions <laughs> well, of tiny probiotics. Now it's now I'm not getting all the benefit of those probiotics. But, yeah. Um, and also, a side mention, you could put sauerkraut on a cheese board if you're making a cheese board. Oh, And you've heck got yeah. your other things in there. That definitely hits a lot of the, like, it's got that acidity to pair with the fats in the cheese. Yeah. It's got an extra source of salt, which who doesn't mm-hmm. love salt? I mean. Take it one step further. Maybe kimchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kimchi on your cheese. We've got a lot of really great kimchi in our cheese departments. Yeah. Okay. I I just, before we move on though, I have to ask. I know this is like, like what kind of cheese with the sauerkraut? Because the sauerkraut's pretty salty already, so like the cheese matters. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yes, it does. Really, really sharp cheddar. Yeah. Strong Swiss would be good. Um,. And it seems like you've got the sausage, too, so you're probably like, yeah, the cheese has got to go with the sausage. I've done uh, raclette or Fontina Valdosta before because those are pretty strong flavors. I was waiting for this moment. I just got hungry. I've eaten lunch not too long ago. I am now hungry again. As soon as you said Fontina Valdosta on sauerkraut with a sausage, I was like, I could eat again. Second lunch. It's time. Let's go. Especially sauerkraut with caraway seeds in it like yes. the classic sauerkraut yeah okay we could do a whole episode on sauerkraut which would be like totally off topic i actually but. brought extra food with me when i came here because i knew we'd talk <laughs> about this and when we took another break i'm like i'm gonna be hungry oh my god this is why i love you we are this we have the same stomach yeah eat all the things yeah put cheese on it eat all the things put cheese on it that should be our tagline yeah, yeah. Yeah, eat all the things, put cheese on it. Cheese the Day is the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, your local, member-owned, and organic certified grocery store, where everyone is welcome. 
Hi, Thomas here. You've been listening to our podcast for a while now, and maybe you're ready to take this commitment to the next level. Maybe you're ready to sign up for our cheese email list. Here's why I think you should. First of all, and this is like really kind of the best reason, when you sign up, we're going to give you a 50% off coupon for Cypress Grove Chev. Not like a little disc of it, the whole log, like a whole log of Cypress Grove Chev for 50% off. You can take it home and put Chev on like all kinds of things. It's great. Second of all, we're not going to spam your email address or sell your information. All we're going to do is every time we release an episode, we're going to send you a little email. It'll have a coupon in there. Maybe it'll have a little article in there about uh, something related to the episode or a fun topic. Cheese-related news, essentially. And you're already here listening to a dedicated cheese podcast put out by a local grocery co-op. So, like, we think you're the right audience for our cheese email list because it's a cheese email list put out by us. Sign up. Northcoast.coop slash cheese. Tell your friends. Next one. Cheese on top of your ramen. Ooh. Right? Okay. Good. Like, explain that a little more. So, at my house. Yeah. I like I like top ramen. But I don't just do the, like, buy the cheap package and, and do the, I don't know, what, two cups of water in your ramen in the little seasoning packet and that's it. I go all out. Do people measure out. that? I, I'm sure there are people, but I don't. Oh, okay. But... I never just do that. I always get fancy with it, and I put, like, some carrots in there and some celery, and I might add some, uh, like, ginger and some garlic, and I put, like, toasted sesame oil in there, and I might crack an egg at it at the end, so the egg, like, you know. Egg drop ramen, you got your veggies, you got all your major food groups. Whatever meat we barbecued in the last couple days, I might slice some of that up. And put that on top, like right before I serve it. Slice okay. up cilantro and put that in there. Okay, so right, so far you've just described ramen. Where's where's the cheese, Veronica? Where's the cheese? At the end. Okay. You dished up your ramen. It's in the bowl. Sure. With the broth. Is this like a ramen soup, or is this like just because a lot of people will drain the broth out of their ramen noodles? What? Oh no, no, no. That's the thing. With with the broth. I hear the whole the whole shebang. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then grate your cheese on top. Okay, so you're just grating cheese on top of a soup. Right. Yeah. So you've got like a fusion. Do you go for a fusion-y flavor where you're like, this is like like a traditional ramen flavor like you'd get in, you know, the Bay Area at a really nice restaurant? I guess I'm aiming for that, but I don't get to go to the Bay Area to have ramen that often. Sure. So usually it's whatever I've got on hand. Do you just like grate any old cheese on there or are you going for like a flavor profile with it? Are you going like a- uh, I would lean towards the Parmesan. Okay. And or like a hard dry grating cheese, I feel. Sure. So something like you want you want that nice umami hit that mm-hmm. nice aged cheeses yeah. give you. Reggiano Parmesan. And salt. Was I, I have tried this once because I read this and I was like, What? Cheese on ramen? Sure, I'll try that. And I had Reggiano in the fridge. Okay. And that's what I put on the last I- last batch. What? I'm less excited to try this than I am the Rice Krispie Treat, but I'm also just more excited by Rice Krispie Treats than I am by ramen. Maybe you could do the draining off the broth ramen thing and then grate cheese all over your noodles mm. and then mix that up. That might be really good. That might be really good. And I, I feel like there's... I feel like I want 
to create some kind of fusion with like not necessarily I, I don't know there's something there there's a lot of really cool like Japanese Italian fusion dishes I see mm-hmm. on the internet and like on the internet on the internet sorry <laughs> uh, you know like watching food shows or something and I see like oh that's that's awesome like a sushi pizza I saw the other day on an unnamed Netflix food show mm-hmm. I was like oh that, that's fantastic it's it's a pizza with sushi mm-hmm. and mayo on it that was just waiting to happen that was sitting there in the countries of Italy and Japan just waiting to be smashed together <laughs> into something amazing and I think I think you might be on to something with this I think this you could run. put whatever cheese you wanted on top can I can I throw a fun food pairing mm-hmm. out at you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I call this fire ants on a log. Oh. And I know you already know about it. But I this think is, I invented it. You invent? No, hell no! Oh, I invented it. I told you about it. Oh no 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 no. Yeah yeah no, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Try to rewrite that history. I told you about it a couple of years ago, and it blew your mind. Uh, you told me about it a couple <laughs> years ago when I fed it to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, okay. So let's just let's tell the folks at home about it, and uh, they can vote in our poll to determine which of us invented it. Mm-hmm. Because mob rule is exactly how we should determine yeah. which one of us is right. Okay, okay, tell us about it. Okay, so everyone's familiar with ants on a log. You got your celery. You take your celery. You smear some peanut butter. That's already a great combo. And it fits right in the the rib it of the celery. Fits right in the the, the celery trough you've mm-hmm. got going on, and if you had the kind of childhood where your parents named things after insects and then fed them to you, <laughs> you would stud that peanut butter with raisins, call it ants on a log, and for some reason, that's a thing that like kids ate when I was young. Yep. I don't know why. I don't know who came up with it. I assume Veronica will try to claim credit with inventing no, ants no. on a log. No, okay, okay. I did not. Just checking. It sounds like a. Uh, it definitely it sounds, sounds like, like a Midwest thing. It like. sounds like a seventies mom, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like great snacks for your kids, and like was it Family Circle magazine or something like that? Yeah, back when one of those magazines was like a great trick: add mayo to literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, that's ants on a log. Some of you will have been familiar with that already, and some of you led happy childhoods. Um, Fire ants on a log. Okay, a lot of people know about this trick already. A great appetizer is a little bit of chev with some hot sauce on top of it. Mm-hmm. That is just like a killer combo. And what I did, my 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 crucial invention here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being weirdly competitive <laughs> oh about this. Can't it do doesn't it. matter who invented it. It's delicious. The, this is this is the trick. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, add celery. You take your celery, you put your chev down the trough just like it's peanut butter, and you stud that with hot sauce. It's a fantastic snack. It's a great appetizer. It's good at parties. Lasts really well on, like, a party tray. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah, it's actually really simple. It's not It's not that impressive. It doesn't matter who invented it. But it is delicious. And So I that's what you're it. thinking, fire ants on a lot, with the chev instead of the peanut butter. Yeah. Oh. What are you thinking? I was thinking... No cheese at all, actually. Oh. Dare I say. What? Celery, peanut butter, sriracha dabs. Oh, so I invented this with the chef and just stole your name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like something I would do, because it is a good name. <laughs> so it's like a 
Thai peanut yeah. celery stick. And that is really good. Actually, I think I remember how I invented my version. I think you told me about your version. I was like, yeah, but if you changed out the peanut butter for Chev, that would be awesome. It is. And then we just skipped the raisins. No, I'm pretty sure I remember that day. Yeah, I was standing to your left at the cheese counter. And <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Okay. 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 All right. So we both invented different versions, but you yeah, took yeah. the name. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, we can move on now. Okay. This one I haven't tried yet, but I really, really, really want to try. Okay. A grilled cheese with Parmesan and dark chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That, I feel like this is really stretching my food imagination. Like, I, some flavors I can really easily imagine. And I can't quite tell what that'll taste like, but I know it's going to be good. I haven't done it yet. So I don't know if, you know, one type of bread would be better than another. I imagine I'd probably go with North Coast Bakery sourdough because I love making grilled cheese with that. But my instinct is to go with like a neutral French bread. Great. Great. The Parmesan first. Oh, yeah. Because it's not going to melt really great. And if it's going to have any chance of melting, you're going to have to grate it. And then whatever dark chocolate you want. There's got to be other cheese in there. It's a grilled cheese with... Just Parmesan and Just dark, Parmesan and dark chocolate. chocolate. The chocolate's going to melt and it's going to help hold things together. So you'll need a lot of Parmesan. To like I don't know. I'm going to have to do experiments. It's going to be <laughs> awful. Well, that's the worst. You'll just have to eat a lot of dark chocolate. And, and then whatever Parmesan falls out of the sandwich is going to sizzle on the pan and make those crispy, crunchy... Yeah. Fried cheese bits. Mm-hmm. Chocolate as a topping for bread with something salty is one of my very favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. Salty, sweet. Yeah. Buttery, crispy, crunchy. That's fantastic. I love it. All right. Got another one. Okay. Blue cheese on medjool dates. I have tried this one. I we haven't act- tried this one. You have I've done like chef. Okay. And like an almond in there or sometimes like chev, date, and then wrapped in bacon is really yummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is that is amazingly yummy. I'm trying to remember. I, I believe our cheese historians may discredit me on this in the future, but I believe we did a live demo here in the Eureka store last Christmas that was blue cheese stuffed dates, and it was fantastic. I've got to give credit to that to uh, my cheese associate, Kevin. That was his brainchild. Ah, what, what blue cheese did you use? Uh, I want to say it was a Point Reyes. Point Reyes blue. And good it was choice. just delightful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. God, I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> next on the list, which is, for some people, will be like, oh, yeah, of course. And then other people have never heard of it. I hadn't heard of this until probably five years ago or so, but cheddar cheese on apple pie. I had also not heard of that until about five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a Midwest thing or is that a regional thing? It know. seems like it's a regional thing, it but I don't like know. It seems like it probably would be a regional thing. But Sharp cheddar cheese amazing. on apple pie is really good. Yeah. And I still haven't done it yet, but I intend one of these days to put sharp cheddar cheese shreds in the pie dough that I'm making. In the dough? And have it be in the crust. Ooh. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, if you could somehow fix it so that the bits that are touching the pie pan get crispy. If you bake your pie just right. Yeah, you're the baker here. I I don't, I'm just requesting crispy cheese in the crust and then you send me some. That's. (laughs) I could, I could do that. Okay. And I, and I, I do intend to do that. I should just keep this list posted in my kitchen and then I'll be inspired. I kind of want this list in my kitchen too. Okay. This next one sounds kind of wacky, but I'm sure it will appeal to lots of people. All right. Hot Cheetos and cream cheese in a sandwich. A bagel sandwich. Hot Cheetos. Like flaming hot Cheetos? Like I guess so, yeah. And cream cheese in a bagel sandwich. Yeah. What I'm do you wondering think? That feels like it, instinctively, that feels like it works on the same level that hot sauce and cream cheese mm-hmm. work together, just with crunch. Yeah. And that's got to be nice. Kind of like putting french fries on your hamburger. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I think Thomas approved. Yeah. Can I throw one of my wackier ones out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mine are, all, mine are all named, because apparently I named things. I did not name this one. Some friends of mine who smelled it being cooked named it. Oh. Uh, they named it <laughs> Pungent Reindeer King. Oh. Uh, it does not include any reindeer, and I think it's far less pungent than they do. But it's a, it's a savory dish, which involves uh, orzo pasta mm-hmm. and lamb mm-hmm. and a pan sauce from cooking the lamb it's made using uh, a nice smoky scotch and then a bunch of pecorino romano grated into it into it as it's cooking or like uh into into the sauce so you Mm. make like a cheesy sauce and then pour this over your lamb and orzo and it's really important that there's like lots of alliums like onions garlic etc in the orzo lamb which has got it the that that's got a a flavor and and flavor and then the sheepy, yeah, scented <laughs> pecorino romano. Exactly. Oh. And then a lot of smoky scotch. Wow. And a lot of cheese. That and sounds like a an endeavor to make, unless you had a recipe post. Do you want to post a recipe about that? <laughs> uh, literally, the recipe is you just combine all those ingredients in the way that it feels like they should be combined to you. Uh, but I could maybe write a recipe. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a recipe follower. Uh, Maybe if we get some response on it, Thomas will take if, the time if you, to if you uh, want craft an explanation. I will explain. I will write you a personalized email explaining how to how to create pungent reindeer king. But it's a <laughs> it's a lamby orzo stew that's full of scotch and lots of cheese. That sounds it's really quite good. Delicious. It's, and it sounds it's a like nice I'd probably treat. feel compelled to grate even more pecorino on it. Oh yeah, yeah, to top it. Yeah. It'll definitely make your whole house. Your whole house will smell very much like, like lanolin sheep fat, because it's in the lamb, which is just like mutton, really. Like if, if it's older than lamb and it's just full on mutton, that's better. Oh boy. Yeah. Better for the the pungent part. I think so. Yeah. Better for the flavor. Because that scotch is that scotch is powerful. You want something like a yeah. peaty scotch. Like uh, Lafroy, or is yeah. that too much? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, is that I, good? I, I, no, I'd be into that. I want to try that now, too. <sighs> okay. 
One more? Oh, but I got like four more. Come on. Okay, okay. We'll try <laughs> our, to... Uh, our very generous editor is allowing us to do two more. Uh, <laughs> Producer. Okay. Maybe sorry. I can just zip through them really quick. We won't battle okay. about them too much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. This is good. something I do all the time at my house. And it's not very pretty, but it's really tasty and it's a great snack. Mm. Salsa in cottage cheese with avocado chunks. What? I know. It's ghastly looking, but it's really tasty. Yeah. And I do love those salsas that are ghastly looking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really no, like I the, the Oaxaca Grill hot sauce with the cottage cheese. Yeah. And then dice up avocado and put it in there. And you don't like mix the avocado in. It's distinct avocado chunks floating right. in right. A exactly. curdy salsa. Cur- no curry, but... Well, the curdy. cottage cheese, curdy, curdy yeah, yeah, salsa. Yeah. Yes, Sorry. and eat it with corn chips. Yeah. Excellent. The next one, crazy combo. All right. Caramel on blue cheese. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet things are good on blue cheese. I mean, honey drizzled on blue cheese is great. Yeah. Caramel drizzled Like a caramel on, sauce. Yeah, you could put that on your cheese board. Huh. And we're going back okay. to a kimchi thing. Kimchi grilled cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Kimchi and cheese, I feel like that is a match made in heaven, unless you're lactose intolerant. But it still might be worth it. Like, that's yeah. a choice you have to make yourself. But yeah. But I hope you make the right choice. <laughs> and, and then I, I was also asking around coworkers, and somebody said he loves non-bread with just non-bread pizza, lots of cheese. Yeah. 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 Because if you're going to put extra other things on it that would, might be considered pizza toppings, the cheese will make it stick to the top of the naan. Mm-hmm. And if you're like me, you'd put that in your toaster oven and watch it. Cheese is glue. Yeah. That's fantastic. And and so easy to do. That's like if you're a busy professional or you've got kids that are hungry right now, that comes together. And like if you're good, if you're like a cheese ninja, I feel like you could make that happen in five minutes. Flat. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's, great. that's with, with cooking time. And a last small combo. Try putting cheese on curry. Ooh. A curry dish. Yeah. Because why not? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more just because, uh, just, just throw this out there. Uh, just trust me. Nothing else. Two pieces of bread to make a sandwich that contains yellow cheddar and ketchup. That is a sandwich from my childhood, <laughs> and it it it's like a deconstructed sort of lowbrow version of a grilled cheese and tomato soup. Huh. And by deconstructed, I mean over constructed. I find that more palatable when I think of it in that way. Yeah, it yeah. it works in the same way, but it's a super easy snack you can just throw together, real yeah. easy. Hmm. All right. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I was trying to decipher that sign language. I'm being asked if you dip the cheese in the ketchup or apply the ketchup as a condiment. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think the ketchup goes inside the sandwich. That's what I was envisioning. seven-year-old me, it was really important to get that, like, sogginess that happens when you put, put the ketchup on the bread. Because seven-year-olds are gross. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, no. That cold well, they do care ketchup, about some things. Very strongly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we can't get into the list of food things seven-year-olds care about. <laughs> they're, they're a very difficult demographic to please with food. 
Uh, well. Tomato ketchup, mild cheddar in a sandwich. Cut the crusts off if you're feeling that way. White bread, it's delicious. Yeah. We just did way more than two topics that we were allowed, but it was so worth it. It was a runaway. All right. Well, I think that concludes today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this. If you're interested in the cheese featured in the show, come visit our cheese department at either of our two stores located at 811 I Street in Arcata and 25 4th Street in Eureka. Please follow North Coast Co-op on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at northcoast.coop. That's C-O-O-P. If you want more cheese content and would like to subscribe to our email list, please visit us northcoast.coop slash cheese.php. 